the biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Roundup with Matt Weaver. This weekend on the show, we'll have conversations with Riley Green with Chez Anthony and with Dean Brody about his new record release. We'll talk about other music that's being released this weekend. We'll talk about a grand old Opry inductee. We'll even let you know how someone you know might be in the new High Valley music video. Sound good? All right, let's get going. Not sure if you saw it, but High Valley have released the video for their new single, Single Man. Now, if you weren't at Budweiser Gardens for the Journey Tour with Paul Brandt, High Valley, Jess Moskaluk, and Hunter Brothers, you might not know that High Valley was filming the video that day. They, in fact, filmed at numerous stops on the tour across the country. And if you look closely, Budweiser Gardens is in the new music video a lot, which leads me to believe that you could probably see somebody you know if you look at the video hard enough. I posted it on my blog at country104.com. You'll also find it on YouTube or the High Valley social media feeds. But yeah, Budweiser Gardens up in there in the new uh, High Valley music video. Pretty cool. Not sure if you saw it, but the Washboard Union will perform at the Queen's Plate Festival 2019 at Woodbine Racetrack. That is uh, June 28th. And as we mentioned earlier, High Valley will close at the festivities Saturday, June 29th at Woodbine. Uh, also with Washboard Union, if you missed it, they're playing Jessica's House Music Weekend 2019 in Exeter. They are the headliners. Jason Benoit, Buck 20, Zach Neal, Connor Wilson, and Graham Bedard also on the bill. It's a Full day lineup starting at 3 p.m. So mark your calendars for July 6th. Jessica's House Music Weekend 2019. Uh, they're going to turn the rodeo grounds in Exeter into a big old party. Should be a lot of fun. This past week, our good buddy Chez Anthony came to visit us. And here's a conversation we had with him about his new single, Carolina. Uh, it all started with a riff from what I read about the creation mm-hmm. of the song. Yeah. And it's pretty tasty. That lick right off the top. Yeah. It's got a good vibe. And I can see how that kind of uh, became something more, I think. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So with Carolina... Um, again, we were talking about the outdoors and, and um, with my experience in North Carolina. And Patricia, picked, uh, she's holding a guitar, and she started playing this um, kind of bluesy thing, and I, I knew what she wanted, so I, I kind of turned that into a funky, kind of more country blues thing, and, and uh, we just hung with that vibe, and it kind of wrote itself. Again, it was really smooth fast right and we had a lot of fun doing it do you ever find that when you're doing stuff like that just off the cuff performing and recording that it it may or may not sound like something else what blows me away for artists oh, is that time. i was yeah. gonna say you, you know she comes up with the riff and then you change it a little more bluesy and it's like how do you know that it's not something else that you're not just coming up with? well you know there's, I mean? there's yeah there's tons of music out there and, and this happens to me every day um especially with my co-writes um you know we'll come up with an idea it's a three chord song whatever it is yeah. and then Someone will point out, oh, yeah, that's a James Barker song. Like, that's, no. You know, and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, right, right. So then I'll just change the key and play it slightly different in yeah. the melody, and it's it's completely different. It changes the whole thing. Yeah. It's that simple, but also very difficult, it sounds it like. It is, yeah. yeah. If, if you don't know, because sometimes we'll finish a song, and I won't know till a few weeks later when I go to do the demo, and, and it's like, oh, that is so close to that one oh, song. Oh, and so, you didn't catch it off the top. Yeah, and we can always, you know, go or email or, or meet up again and change a couple little things, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tough gig. Yeah. Tough gig a little bit, but it seems like it's going pretty well for you right I now. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love writing songs and um, I'm booked solid just about every day, you know, with local artists and then going down to Nashville. And Yeah. You're doing the mentoring thing a lot nowadays too. Yeah. Not only are people mentoring you and guiding you along the path, but you are doing the same thing, which I thought is, mm-hmm. was kind of cool. Yeah. I've, uh, I've had a lot of local um, artists and, and bands and writers reach out to me uh, in the past year and, and likewise, and we've just kind of made it work and with uh, writing together you know wrote with a ton of people around 
Ontario and uh, some Skype rights even across the country. And, and uh, I like it because, you know, obviously writing um, in Nashville is kind of what it's known for. You know, people go down to Nashville to write, um, but you don't always have to. There's a lot of good writers up here too that, that love to write. You just got to meet each other and if it works, it works. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting you say that like that because it's, it's the truth. Such mm-hmm. a wide distance across this country that we're not really does canada do a good job of that do you find as a songwriter that are we doing a good job as a country of connecting everybody or is it more of a thing you got to do on your own time uh i i think we could do a little better to be honest with uh, networking with writing with each other um it's the same thing you know you you could go down to nashville to meet um your neighbor really Yeah. You know, and you never even knew that he was living just up the road kind of thing. So. Man, I live three doors down from Brothers Osborne. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> or even uh, um, Tyler Wilkinson. So where Carly and I are right now near uh, Frankfurt, Belleville area, Tyler lives like a three-minute drive from me. Okay. I didn't know that until yeah. we hung out and ride a bunch. And, and I asked him, so where do you live? And he's, oh, he told me his address. And I'm, yeah, you're like, I could walk to your house. <laughs> so, you know, you never knew. Like, and, and Super cool. He's wrote some pretty big hits. So. It sounds like things are going really well for you, man. Yeah, yeah. We were a little all over the place there, but you got songs on the way. You got an album on the way. You got a great tune out now, which I wanted to ask you uh, about the reception of. Uh, Carolina, mm-hmm. a lot different than Written in Stone, which was right. the previous one you were in here promoting. Yeah. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. a good vibe for this time of year, mm-hmm. uh, Carolina. Uh, reception been good from the fans as well as the industry? Or? Yeah, great. Everyone's, uh, <laughs> the biggest uh, saying I've heard from everybody is uh, it's refreshing. Oh, they like to good hear word. that kind of sound, I guess. All right, as you probably know by now, the Toronto Maple Leafs were eliminated from the playoffs this past week by the Boston Bruins. Bergeron beat the horn. Just, and this one is over. History repeats itself. The Boston Bruins beat the Toronto Maple Leafs in Game 7 again. In fact, all the division leaders going into this year's NHL playoffs have been eliminated. That's the first time that has happened in history. Let's talk about the Leafs. Their fans are pointing fingers for the big failure against Boston. Uh, a lot of finger pointing to go around, to say the least. Jake Gardner, people seem to be mad that he even exists. Uh, Nazem Kadri for the suspension, people not happy about that. Fingers being pointed at Mike Babcock, the coach, uh, for not playing his stars as much as people thought they should. Uh, people even trying to blame Drake, the Drake curse. But Drake went to the Raptors game instead of going to Leafs Game 7. And the Raptors won big, so there's no Drake curse. So now it's the Bieber curse. Uh, Bieber was praying to actual God on Twitter for the Leafs to win, even went to Game 7. No win. Is it the Bieber curse now? (laughs) We'll have to find out next year when the Leafs get to and get bounced from the playoffs. So the first feature that Justin Bieber has on any song in 2019... Happens to be a song that features Zach Brown. How cool is that? Okay, so Little Dicky is a rapper that we sometimes play at Cowboys Ranch Friday nights for Freedom Fridays with DJ Danny. Well, Little Dicky, for Earth Day this past Monday, put out a song called Earth. And there's this great music video featuring tons of celebrities as animals and creatures. For instance, in this clip, you're going to hear Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Halsey, and Zach Brown's in the end, He's a Cow. Hi. So there's a 
clip of Earth, Little Dicky. Yeah, Zach Brown, Justin Bieber featured on the same tune, celebrity tune, and you can watch that on YouTube whenever you want for Earth Day. If you missed it over the past week, Cheech and Chong, the O Cannabis Tour, Dr. Phil, an interactive evening, and Dwight Yoakam were all announced for Budweiser Gardens in London. Tickets for all those shows go on sale Friday, April 26th. So if it's Saturday or Sunday and you're listening to this, they're already up. Get them before they're gone. Uh, let's take a look at what's going on this weekend with your concerts and events. The Country 104 Concert Series continues. All right, don't forget, Avengers Endgame is out this weekend. Also, Friday night is Freedom Fridays at Cowboys Ranch in downtown London. Game 5, Saginaw versus Guelph, OHL Western Conference Finals. And the Kitchener-Waterloo Symphony presents Live by Request Volume 2, music from the stage and screen. Also Friday, the KW Titans are at home versus Newfoundland. That's the second round of the NBL Canada basketball playoffs. Saturday, Big day, Dustin Lynch and Thomas Rhett as your headliner at Budweiser Gardens for a Saturday night on the town. That's the Life Changes Tour. It's also Vegas night for Kids Kicking Cancer 2019. And the Blue Jays will be in action on Saturday. It's Woodstock Day at the Rogers Center, and they'll definitely be bringing the cows along for the ride. Uh, Sunday, hair affair for Parkinson's. It's the Four City Road Races. Going to cause a little bit of an issue traffic-wise in downtown London throughout the day. Game four, Sunday, KW Titans versus Newfoundland. That's a home game for uh, Kitchener-Waterloo and Metric and July Talker at Budweiser Gardens. If you need to find more information, simply go to country104.com. All right, big week for new music. Do not forget the Taylor Swift countdown set to end Friday. Now, you might be listening to this Friday night, Saturday throughout the afternoon or Sunday afternoon. Taylor Swift, whatever she's been counting out to, is out now. Also for new music, on Friday we got a new record from Dylan Scott, Nothing to Do Town, and Maddie and Tay also released their EP One Heart to Another. Dean Brody is back, Black Sheep is his new record, we'll hear Dean later in the show. And get this, Tyler Rich is reportedly releasing a new single Friday called Leave Her Wild. It's about when he met his fiance uh, Sabina at Stagecoach. He just saw her in the crowd and Leave Her Wild is the new single about her. Here's a quick clip from Twitter. Leave that's all I got, uh, but the single is out now, reportedly out Friday. We just happened to record this on Thursday. Uh, Brantley Gilbert is promoting a new one. Welcome to Hayesville, featuring Willie Nelson, Colt Ford, and Lucas Nelson. Cheryl Crow and Johnny Cash have a single called Redemption Day that needs to be heard. Uh, Carrie Underwood has a new single called Southbound. It's out at Radio Now. She performed it at the ACM Awards. Here's a clip. To get a little is uh, sticking on the denim thing after his big single Denim on Denim his new single currently previewing it's called Good Jeans and we'll get you a clip of that next week Riley Green came to visit Country 104 last week it was his first ever trip to Canada he was up to celebrate his single that went to number one here There Was This Girl uh, we'll hear that single later in the show but right now a conversation with Riley Green from last week uh, joining us in studio right now Riley Green RileyGreenMusic.com or Riley Green Music on social media a Jacksonville Alabama guy up to visit us and uh, you might even remember him from CMT's Redneck Island you remember that I'm vaguely I remember <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do not but uh, more importantly we got a number one hit right now and there was this girl thanks for being here man yeah I appreciate y'all having me no this is uh, really cool to see you the, the excitement uh, here at Chorus Entertainment has been big the listeners are like okay when's Riley coming I want to make sure I hear the interview I want to hear you talk to him uh, so talk to us about what it feels like to have a number one song right now, man. Hey, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. I, I can honestly say I never dreamed of having a number one song in Canada. You 
know what I mean and, and and as soon as I found out the song was doing well and the people were liking it you know we we wanted to try to get up here and uh and kind of shake everybody's hand and say thanks for believing in us and playing the song but it's uh it, from a songwriter side of things it's pretty cool to have a song be related to all over the country or all over the world that I wrote about growing up in a little town in Alabama. I love it. Let's let's just go through the whole story of the song. So you wrote this thing uh, with Eric Dillon, and what was the vibe like the day you were writing? What were you trying to accomplish when you sat down with this thing? Uh, me and Eric are, are buddies, you know, and I mean, he grew up in Kansas, so his small town was pretty similar to mine in Alabama, and, uh, you know, we sat down and usually co-writes go with a lot of bs and for about 30 45 minutes and then f then we pick guitars up and try to ride <laughs> we started uh telling stories about a lot of the dumber things we've done in our lives and the common excuse we kept coming up with was there was this girl yeah. you know and I, there's a lot of stories that start off like that and I, i've always been a fan of those conversational kind of titles that are things you would say every day so we started writing the song and i mean it, it was one of those we just breezed through i mean you know when you when you write with guys that that get your type of music and, and get kind of where your head's at it's it's easy you do a lot of songwriting. Are those the best ones that just come to you naturally or are the ones that you really got to work on and kind of plug I, away at? I feel like if it becomes work on a song, I give up on it. You okay, know? yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, songwriting is, is honestly something I really enjoy. I mean, it's when I did it before signing a record deal, I just did it because I, I thought, man, it'd be cool to play a different song than the one I played last night. You know, So I wrote new stuff, and I was hoping that fans in the bar I was playing in would like it and... I just judged how good a song was by how loud the crowd sang it to me if they the next week when I went yeah. back. So now I've got a little bit more of a goal with it. You know, I'm looking at a, a lot bigger audience. So you know, there, there's no pressure in songwriting. It's one of those things where you sit down with a buddy and try to come up with something that you think will be cool. Yeah, I find it hard though because in Nashville it's almost like a nine to five job writing. You know what I mean? You got to get up in the morning, get your coffee, get at it. When me writing is two in the morning. You know what I mean? Like when yeah, I have a couple drinks and I'm hanging out. I will say that most of my ideas come at odd times like yeah. that. And, I, and yeah. I, I've I've learned that since I have started co-writing with some of these great writers in Nashville that I try to keep my ideas very plain. Like if I think of a, a line or a title or whatever, I'll just put it down on my phone and I won't even look at it again until I go sit down with somebody and go, hey, man, I had this idea. Yeah. You know? Yeah, what do you decide? How do you decide what to keep for yourself versus what to give away nowadays? If somebody wants to sing something I made up and just send me a check in the mail, <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with that. But uh, I mean, there's definitely songs that are that are personal to me that you know I, are so much about my life that I don't know if anybody else could sing them. You know, have you, have you taken the time to actually think about your life lately? I saw on uh, what was it, Twitter or Instagram. You just wanted to thank everyone for the last year of your life to go from framing houses back home to have a number one song. Like, do you reflect a lot about this, or is it just more of a rocket ride you haven't really stopped uh, riding yet? It's definitely been something that I haven't really comprehended yet. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, to have a number one song is is literally something I never dreamed of. You know, yeah. I didn't think I would sign a record deal, and uh, I didn't think I'd ever live in Nashville and be doing what I'm doing. So, I mean, I've traveled and, and seen places I never thought I'd see, and people are singing my song to me when I go there. You know, I love it. It's uh, it's pretty unreal, and it's one of those things that no matter how tired the road gets, it keeps you going. Don't forget, Lucknow's Music in the Fields. Tickets are on sale for the big event at uh, Graceland in Lucknow this August. James Barker Band will be there, Billy Currington, Kim Mitchell, and a lot more. If you're looking for specific events at Lucknow's Music in the Fields, you've got your Thursday night throwdown and your emerging artist showdown as well. And then after that, it's probably going to be the Saturday hoedown, and in my world, the Sunday slower down. You know what I'm saying? It's been a long weekend by that point. You got to slow her down. Uh, we do have details for Luck Knows Music in the Fields at country104.com in the concerts and events section. Uh, in just a moment, as promised, a track from Riley Green. 
Congratulations to Kelsey Ballerini. She was inducted into the Grand Old Opry this past week. Now, it was back in April when Kelsey Ballerini was surprised with an invitation to join. Well, the time finally arrived, and uh, her idol, Carrie Underwood, happened to join her on stage. Uh, here's a quick clip, but I thought it was pretty powerful. It is Carrie Underwood and Kelsey Ballerini, Grand Old Oct- uh, Opry inductee, singing Walk Away Joe. Just a clip here. female performers. Uh, Congrats to Kelsey Ballerini on her induction. Those videos are available online. All right, it's Q&A time on your Country Top 30 countdown. Question number one comes from Mike. Hey, Weaver, did you guys hire your Country 104 summer cruiser yet? Mike, uh, as far as I know, we did not hire anybody yet. I don't even think I've seen the interviews begin. Uh, For those who don't know, we're looking for a summer events cruiser this year. The person that gets to go out to all the cool stuff that I can't get to because I have to be somewhere else. So uh, if that's you and you want to be a part of this radio station, check our Facebook page for the ad. Uh, But uh, yeah, we're hiring. Reach out anytime you want. All right, next one. Stephanie says, Weaver, uh, did you know there's a big military presence in Woodstock this weekend? Steph uh, sent this text earlier in the week. We definitely know that, but uh, for those who don't, 600 Canadian Army soldiers from the 31st Canadian Brigade Group are going to be conducting exercise arrowhead response this weekend across southwestern Ontario. And that does affect Woodstock. 120 Canadian Forces soldiers will deploy to Woodstock and they will operate as a domestic response company at the Civic Centre. All right, so 120 troops at the Civic Center. They're doing exercises, and they're also doing a bunch of other stuff across southwestern Ontario. You see a military presence this weekend. Don't freak out. It's all good. All right, next one. Three. Final question. Weaver, what would you prefer? To be super attractive, to be a genius, or to be famous? Okay, first of all, when I got this question, I thought it was just a giant insult. So I'm not attractive, I'm not smart, and I'm not famous. Did one of my family members send this question in? Like, literally, like, what? Okay. (laughs) Now that I feel bad about myself, which part of my terrible self would I like to improve? Do I want to be more attractive, smarter, or more famous? I guess the famous thing comes down to why you are famous. Like, I don't want to be a Kardashian famous just because I am famous. But if I did something awesome, I would love to be the guy that did that awesome thing walking down the street all the time. That would be cool. Uh, being smart, that's always great. Everybody needs more intelligence. You ever been on Facebook lately? Everybody needs more intelligence. As, as far as being more attractive goes, attractive ain't the end of the world. Whatever. You know what I mean? Good looking, bad looking, as long as my girlfriend's still at home. I'm all right. (laughs) So I guess I will go with genius. Thank you for your question and for making me feel bad and uh, deconstruct my life. We talked about new music earlier and Dean Brody's new record, Black Sheep, is available across all platforms right now. Stream it, buy it, whatever you got to do. We had a conversation with Dean about the record recently. Yeah, I took a little risk on this. Not a beautiful freak show risk, but a little bit. 
my, my manager, my record label is always like, I hope you took some risks. And we're like, oh, yeah, don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know <laughs> you like doing that, too. I know, I know that's kind of your thing where you, you like to reinvent and, and kind of play out of your wheelhouse sometimes. I just get really bored fast. I'm like, ah, I don't want to do that again. And so I tried something else. And the lyrics always come. Like, even Beautiful Freak Show, the lyrics country, but we went, <laughs> we did some stuff in the studio that we took a little bit of liberties on. It was, it was fun, but I don't know if it was the best business decision, but sometimes you just have to go there because it's fun. And music should be fun. You should be creative and do kind of, do wild things. Like, do whatever, do whatever you feel like. It should, it should always be fun. Even when you're kids, it should be fun. When you're an adult, it should be fun. Well, I think all your fans are like me, and we get excited when we hear you excited. And I remember, what, two or three years ago now? must have been four at Boots and Hearts when you were first telling me about Beautiful Freak Show and how you weren't sure how people were going to react. And then that blew up, and then you had the one on the next record uh, where you weren't sure, and then that one blew up, and now you're telling me about Black Sheep. And I'm like, look, yeah, I, it's going to be huge. I'm sure of it. It's happened a couple times. Sometimes we miss. I mean, I feel like Beautiful Freak Show was a little bit of a miss, even though it streams more than time. Like, it's it's a streaming monster. But, yeah, as far as, yeah, some of them are just a little bit more radio-friendly than others. But, yeah, Bring Down the House was a super risk. I was so surprised by that. Bounty was a murder ballad. Um was really big for us. It's Friday. It was like almost like an East Coast kind of feel to it. But, yeah, I just... Man, I love, it's just so much fun music and, and being able to create and do this for a living is pretty cool. And up next, the band that's going to be opening the festivities. It didn't, it didn't sound like the end of a sentence, but we're going to call that the end of a sentence. <laughs> I did think there was more too, and everybody else is going to think that, and then the commercials start, and then maybe they'll be hooked. <laughs> this is not going the way I thought it would. 28th, they're actually going to be... Uh, we gotta take a break. Um, no, we don't. You're American Idol inductee. All the bloopers are done off the bat. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.